0: women podcast for your career and your life no matter what business you're in hello and welcome to a very special post festive episode of the northern Power women podcast I'm Sam Walker she is Simone Roche But we're joined by the fantastic Northern Power Women crew. Hello! Woo! 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 Ah, (laughs) the whooping of of Zoom calls. This is the sound of 2020, right? (laughs) Oh, no, you're on mute. That's the other sound of 2020. Uh, So, look, blimey, Simone, we are recording this, full disclosure, before Christmas. But, of course, you're listening to it on December the 28th. So, we have no idea what tier we were in for Christmas, whether we could see anyone, whether we had to meet behind a bush and wave a flag and, I mean, goodness knows what the new uh, kind of rules and regulations will be in the next couple of days. I think we can agree, Simone, what a blooming year it's been.
1: Oh my God, it has been literally like the corona coaster. We've learned new words. Um, we've learned all manner of different new swear words, I think, as well. What Me knew has <laughs> that's be more, more off air, I think. Um, it has. And I think every week has been totally unique, hasn't it? Every week we've either felt, right, we are on this, so we're going to fight this, or we've been like, we are totally cracking up or done in. All of the above, haven't we? I think we've gone through this yeah. year. And uh, I'm, I'm absolutely debates that um, we've got a brilliant team here that obviously you can't all see in podcast world, but um, Eleanor uh, will be taking a screenshot. But I want to say a, a big thank you to all of you, all of our team, all of our volunteers, um, and particularly Javier. You only started with us yesterday and Andy only started three days ago as part of our, our software development team, which again is new to us. So it's it's been crazy. Who'd have thought this time last year we would have been starting a little tech business and um, recruiting software software developers, we are learning new skills every day.
0: Thank goodness, frankly. Brilliant stuff, though. Ever-expanding, kind of marching into 2021 with Augusto. gusto. I love it. Well, look, we, we are going to talk uh, in the next episode, actually. We've got another little festive episode for you about what we plan to take up for 2021. But on this episode, we really wanted to talk about what we've learned about ourselves in 2020. And that's not just that we don't ever have to get dressed from the waist down again. Uh, It is a lot of other stuff that's been going on, of course. Simone, what have you learned about yourself in 2020?
1: I've learned that I am actually able to focus. Um, I I tend to be sort of very busy running around trying to, you know, do everything, juggle. and, And I still have done that. But I found the power of that focus, I think, not having to kind of run and be in 25, you know, sort of meetings across London or the north of England in one given day. Don't get me wrong, you can get a fur whacking on Zoom or Teams, but I think just the power of focus and really the power of actually what we needed to do during this time. And I think... Over the last five years, this Northern Power Women community has been around, has been supportive, has been massively passionate about paying it forward and, you know, offering that helping hand and, you know, getting things done. And I've definitely learned that the focus of that, the focus, I think, right at the start when we started having those conversations with CD leaders, when we started having sort of drop-in Wednesday sessions, just checking in and people keeping connected with people. And I think that has been... The real, when you look at the end of year episodes of whether the news or, or series that you're looking at, it's all been about that. Whether we were clapping for the carers, whether it's the absolutely phenomenal stuff that people have innovated on, whether it's the likes of your, you know, the you know, the likes of Marcus Rashford going out and creating change within getting uh, meals to to me. everyone. I, I've loved that innovation. Um, I think so. I've learned that that power of focus, and it is as simple as keeping connected, checking in, and the checkers but keeping focused on what we can do and what we do well I think is what I've learnt most Sam you what about you lady
0: I, I it's it's strange this one I suppose what I've really learned is that I need to be alone I know that sounds a bit crackers especially maybe a bit heartless in a year that so many people have been forced to be completely on their own And I really feel for those people. And it's been horrendous for so many people because they have felt alone. I was not alone. I had the other issue, I suppose, in that I was in a house with my husband and my two children, two cats and a dog, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And there was nowhere to escape. And so it was, you know, there was a time when we couldn't even go to the shop we couldn't go for a walk i live in phoenix arizona where for 3 or 4 months of the year it's too hot to go outside in the day it's you can't it's sort of you know it's 49 degrees it's crazy so you either have to get up at 4 a.m. and go for a walk and then you're scared you're going to step on a snake not even a joke or you have to go really late at night but i was in a house with all these people who i love all day you know you couldn't even go to a coffee shop because they were shut and I actually went for a hotel for one night on my own local hotel. It was 10 miles away. And it was the greatest thing, the greatest gift I gave to myself all year because I just needed a bit of space on my own without someone going, that's just my husband. So, um, it was, and I thought it's okay to want to be on your own. I think especially as women, we are constantly let's give to everyone else and put ourselves at the bottom of the list. So often, And it's okay not to do that sometimes. It's all right to say, I'm going to do something for me. And that means going away and not speaking to anybody. So um, that was quite lovely. And if it's something I could do every year, I think I'd really like to do it. (laughs) I literally just shut the door and didn't speak to anyone. It was marvellous. Right, let's talk to our fantastic Northern Power women, massive. Emma Mason, let's talk to you. What have you learned about yourself this year?
2: I'd say that I have learned that I'm resilient, and I didn't realise I was till this year. This year was just plodding along normally till about June, and then everything started to fall apart, as it does. So someone really close to me suffered with their mental health really badly, but... I was one picking the pieces up with that as you do naturally for someone close to you. My son was diagnosed with type one diabetes in June, the end of June. So that's just life changing came out in the blue. Um, And he's only 11. He, He was 10 at the time. So someone of that age, you take on that role of looking after them as well. You're, you know, ultimately you're their parent. You need to look after them. And then, I lost my grandma um, just at the weekend, just gone. Now, she was 89, so she's done really well. And like I've said to lots of people, I was really lucky to have grandma in my life for, well, 41 years. So, you know, that's that's really good for me. But it was just sad. And I think what was really hard is ordinarily, when you're going through all these things in life, you have people around you, or you go out with your friends for a drink, you meet someone for a coffee. Yeah. And during lockdown, there's just none of that. Don't get me wrong, my friends have been great. I've had things left on my doorstep, little mementos sent to me little things to show that people care about you but there's nothing like being with your friends in real life as they're in your family but I have pushed back up although you go down and down when these things happen I've managed to pick myself up and bounce back up and carry on and I'm actually looking forward to Christmas despite all those things so yeah I'd say I am resilient I've learned that I'm resilient
1: amazing and, and you're homeschooled along the way Em um, oh, as yeah, well yeah yeah three under 14 that you homeschooled and we talked Sam and I talked about you on quite a lot of episodes going I just couldn't do that I don't know how you did it without a constant gin supply and maybe you did you know I did I
0: had a constant (laughs) gin supply yeah I also learned I'm not a good teacher that's one thing I did learn and I just uh, age nine maths totally beyond me um oh Emma bless you thank you so much um Philly hello. hello what have you learned about yourself this year
2: so i've learned that um i'm an honorary northerner and very 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 proud to be
0: so um and that geography is irrelevant when it comes to being a northern power woman and i'm sure you know that being in arizona anyway i was about to say i'm 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 still in the clan even though i am ten thousand miles away Uh, absolutely still very much a northern power woman yeah and you know what you're right and as someone philly who Group in the Midlands, spent the first chunk of my life in London and everyone referred to me as that Northerner because I used to say grass in France. And then I came to Manchester. And when I first arrived in Manchester 15 odd years ago, everyone rec- called me that Cockney. I mean, <laughs> I just felt a bit of a nowhere person. But now, what's a Northern Power woman, always a Northern Power woman.
1: Absolutely. For sure. Not just for Christmas, not just for Christmas, Philly. No,
3: <laughs> for life.
0: Rob, what about you? Northern Power man?
3: Um... Uh, I think it's two things, really. Um, One, patience. Um, My mum, unfortunately, this year has has been hospitalised twice, had to have the police break into her house because she's fallen over, Um, and I've suddenly become my mum's carer. Um, It's not a role that I've really wanted to take on, but I'm the only sibling that lives close to my mum. My brother lives in the Midlands. Um, So, unfortunately... um, he's not able to get down as often as he would like so um patience is something that i'm learning um it's not something i've actually got a grip on perfectly but it's one thing which i'm realizing um because i don't think my mum is actually going to get any better um she's just going to stabilize um i mean my mum's 87 uh, she's got a little bit of alzheimer's um, and, I, and I think that's just going to get worse. Um, so patience is something that I'm learning. Uh, and support, that's the other thing that I'm, I'm realising, the amount of support my mum needs, you know, taking to the doctors, getting a shopping, all that type of stuff. So that's what I've, I'm, I'm learning, um, whether I like it or not.
0: <laughs> it's amazing to hear, isn't it, just what we've all been through. And we've all been through our own Really tough ride, whatever it may be. And everyone's different. That's the thing, isn't it? But it's been so challenging in so many different ways. And I think we talked about this on one episode, Simone, is we're all in different boats, but we're all on the same ocean. And that's, I think that's something that we've really carried away. Um, Kalika, let me come to you. Hello, we've not spoken, but it's lovely to meet you on the Northern Power Women massive Christmas get-together, festive get-together, or the holidays, as of course they say here. What have you learned about yourself this year?
1: So one thing that I've learned about myself is that I can genuinely do anything I put my mind to. Um, In previous years, trying to do sort of personal projects or developing my career, I've always thought, what if I fail? What if this goes wrong? What if I can't do it? And I feel like because no one sort of knew what was around the corner, I couldn't really live life on what ifs. I just sort of had to do it, especially because I was at home. And so I ended up starting my own like, little side business on Etsy while I was at home um, during lockdown. And that sort of took off and it made me realise that actually all I really have to do is sort of believe in myself and then I can do anything.
0: I love that. I love that. You the fact you kind of grasped life by the horns and went, okay, I'm I'm gonna make, you know, it's a cliche, isn't it? But make lemonade out of these lemons. And you know, we we I love that there's been so many stories like that, hasn't there, Simone, that we've shared as well of of people like you, Kalika, who've gone, do you know what? I've always fancied doing that, but it's never been the right time. But now I'm kind of forced into it and you've you've discovered this whole other side. It's amazing. I love it, I love it. Well look, we're gonna share some more stories on the next episode, but we do something every single episode called Life Lessons, where we share stories from the Northern Power Women Network, don't we, Simone?
1: We absolutely do. And I think it's been brilliant because every single one is different. We share 12 questions, you pick five of them uh, and then we get you to impart your thoughts, your honesty, your authenticity out there into the Northern Power Women community. And this week's episode, we've got someone who has been an absolute co-pilot of mine uh, for the last eight or nine months. We've caught up every week. We've, you know, we've chewed the fat, we've cussed, we've, you know, we've gossiped, we've supported each other and, uh, but she's absolutely amazing. I'd like to introduce Sam Walker, to share her life lessons.
0: You know, it's very weird being in the other seat. It's really strange. It's, it's um, yeah, it's, it's something I've never done before. But here we go. I'm usually the one interviewing, not being interviewed. But yeah, so five questions, which I am going to share with you now. My little answers to it. So the first one is, um, tell us about mis- a, a mistake you made and the lesson it taught you. And for me, this was a project that I took on. Um, that really didn't feel right from the start. It, it, It felt like, in a way, that they kind of wanted me to be someone that I wasn't. I didn't really get on with one of the people I was working with, but I thought, well, it's a really good opportunity. It's a good profile. Financially, it was a good move. And I just kind of hoped it would all work out, but it didn't. And I really learned a lesson from that from that mistake was go with your gut listen to your gut and often quite often our gut will tell us one thing and then our head talks us out of it right we have this feeling of oh I don't think this is the right move for me but then our head goes oh no but really you should think of this this and this and uh, I can tell you probably a hundred times that's happened in so many different aspects of my life when I haven't gone with my gut I've gone with my head and hoped it will work out and really do trust your gut because it rarely if ever does let you down and I've actually it's sometimes scary to go with your gut and I've done that a couple of times this year where I thought oh but my head's telling me another thing and I've gone no trust the gut do it so it's a bit like a muscle isn't it you keep using it, isn't it and it does get a bit stronger so that was definitely a lesson learned um what advice would you pass on to someone starting their career today I would say it might take you a while to work out who you are and what you want to do but that's okay try lots of different things see what feels good if it doesn't feel good again trust your gut because it's okay to stop and try something else um i mean i didn't ever present on the radio until i was 30 and i made it to national radio by the time i was 39 and I was really, really proud of that. I didn't, you know, have to start at 20 in order to get to the position that I wanted to get to. I did do lots and lots of things in my 20s. I didn't really know what I wanted to do until I was 30. But all those skills I learned along the way in marketing and PR and doing all the other things I did, they did all, in the end, sort of dovetail into the thing that I finally ended up doing. So don't ever think you've wasted time if you, if you decide to go on a different path a little bit further down the line. So, next question. Tell us about a time you had to be resilient. And I would say this is—it's not the easiest thing to talk about, but I think this year, the fact that that Megan talked about it, and and you know we had other high-profile people in the media who talked about it. I think it is important to talk about. And in two thousand and six, I had a miscarriage. It was—I dev- was devastated. It it really did mess up my mental health a lot, but. I kind of got through a few months, got pregnant, 2007, had my daughter. 2009, was pregnant again, really thrilled, had a scan about 13 weeks, all was good. And then I was on air at a radio station called Key 103, one afternoon presenting a programme and I had some bleeding. And I thought, mm, this doesn't feel good, all right, obviously. Phone the midwife who said, look, sometimes these things happen. As long as there isn't any more, I think you'll be Okay just because the universe does this sometimes. I actually had a meeting after my show that day with Five Live, BBC Radio Five Live, and I had been trying for two and a half years (laughs) to get to Five Live. I'd get a meeting with them and get my foot in the door. And so what happens is just before I go into the meeting, I pop to the loo again, and I am very clearly having a miscarriage right before I go into this meeting that I've waited for years to have. And I thought at that point, well, what do I do? Do I... Say, I'm sorry, I'm having a miscarriage in East to go to hospital. Or do I go into the meeting that I've waited two and a half years to do, thinking, well, I, this is going to happen anyway. I might as well take the meeting. And I did the latter. And I just sort of almost separated myself off from what was going on in my career and my life, because I've been waiting for this moment. And then I decided to kind of fall apart afterwards. And, you know, the next day, when I did get to the hospital on time... I'd find out the baby died a few days before. And this is something I then went through over the next nine, 10 months, three or four times. It was, it was a horrendous time, but it was also the time really bizarrely that my career then really started to take off. So I was kind of battling these two things going on in my life and I did separate them. And I suppose the reason I'm sharing this story is, is number one, I think, as we've just realised earlier on in this podcast, you never know what is going on in someone's life. You never know what they are facing what they are battling, you know. To a lot of people I knew, it was like, "Oh, look at you! You're just getting a job on Five Live, or well, everything's going great in your world." Because I didn't share it, because I couldn't, because I found it easier at the time not to share it. But I also think, as especially as women, but as men as well, because my husband was amazing through this. We really are so strong. If you'd said to me, "Oh, yes, you're gonna, this is gonna take off, but you're gonna go through all this in your life at the same time," I think, "Oh no, I can't handle that. I'm not gonna do that." We are strong. And I really remember, (laughs) I really remember being at Key 103 and one of the younger guys who was there said, did you see Cheryl Cole on TV last night? You know, she just found out that her husband, Ashley Cole, had, had you know, allegedly cheated on her and she stood up on stage and she sang, fight for my love, fight for this love. Isn't she amazing? She stood up and sang that knowing what was happening in her marriage. Isn't she strong and incredible? And I think, at that point I didn't again didn't say anything to him but I thought you have no idea how strong people are actually and you have no idea how strong women are and that's just something to really remember that we are more resilient than we know we are or we think we are as you know you've shared Emma Mason today as well on the podcast so just have a think about what other people are going through we never really truly know but know that you will get through pretty much anything life shows at you. And my final one would be when have you taken a risk and what happened? And I mean, I think maybe at 30, walking away from PR and marketing that paid me quite well to have a go at this radio thing that paid me 12 grand a year, uh, which was less than the rent I paid on my flat in London at the time. That was a bit of a risk. (laughs) But also quitting, you know, the BBC, a job I'd worked as you know now, so hard to get, um, and moving to Phoenix, Arizona last year. To then have the most roller coaster year of my life was an enormous risk, but I've never regretted it for a second. And I didn't regret leaving my well-paid job for, to have a go at radio either. So I always say, embrace your risks, take your risks, because you never know where they're gonna lead you. And even if they lead you on a big roller coaster, it's still the best feeling in the world. So there's my life lessons.
1: Do you know what, Sam? I, um, I feel like really privileged that you've kind of shared this. This also sort of tells us, doesn't it, that we can never assume we know everyone's okay? Yeah, you know, exactly. and I think this yeah. is why. We, we And again, I think I talked about this just earlier, checking on the checkers. If you think that people are all over it and have got it, you know, more often than not, it's the whole swan effect, isn't it? You know, we're kind of just, because it's just because we just crack on. And I know this period um has been, a, you know, this, this year has been a challenging time, probably for every single person on yeah. this call, every single person listening to this podcast. And you may think, oh, well, I haven't done that. And oh, gosh, gosh, that's a really... I
0: can't
1: bake bread, exactly. But this is a a real powerful thing for you to share. Um, And, you know, we talk every week, Sam, and I didn't know that. You know, I didn't, you know, so I am, you know, really feel grateful that you've shared that because this will help so many people out there. And I think this is why that power of the community and this isn't any kind of flaky this isn't northern flaky women is it this is you know this is just check in and the power of that community is is beyond you know sort of um it makes a difference doesn't it it absolutely makes a difference so thank you and if you want to share your life lessons please get in touch with us we will send them out to you share them because they will impact someone else and they will make someone else's step an easier step to take because they know they're not on their own
0: We'd love to hear from you. Yes, podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Thank you. Well, look, thanks so much. We hope you had a fantastic Christmas, whichever tier you may or may not have been in. It's been so confusing. It's been a really tough year, but onwards and to 2021. Thank you so, so much for listening. This is the Northern Power Women podcast. She's Simone Roche. I'm Sam Walker. Bye-bye from the team. and the next episode of the northern power women podcast is coming your way on january the 4th and the northern power women podcast is a what goes on media production